Hello and welcome back to the HFFL pod. We are on to episode 59 of the pod. Uh, boys, we have three leaks left here until the uh, reseeded week, and we still have 12 teams that are alive. So I'm real super impressed. Very happy that the way about the way things are going right now. Um, I think this is I think this is good. I think this is great for the league to have this many teams, you know, still in it this far into the game here. So uh, we're gonna go over the week 10 results. We're gonna do a fab review, um, but really the main point is gonna be breaking down uh, the playoff ramifications and just where everybody kind of stands. Um, and then obviously I'll make some picks there for week 11. Uh, we do have two NFL teams on a bye. We have the Broncos and the Rams. Uh, so if you got those guys, get them out of your lineup there. Uh, recent trades, we had Jimmy and Julian, uh, Troy Reader for a fourth. Really nothing to see here. We're going to move past that. Uh, but the big deal here was Rich getting his first back, his 2022 first, uh, for Zeke straight up here. This is a massive deal for both teams. Um, for Walt, he's all in again. He's trying to win a ship here in the next year or two. Um, and then for Rich, you know, he gets what's looking like a locked-in top four pick uh, with the potential to go as high as 102 um, if he can shed some points here in these next few weeks. Um, and just another reminder to you guys, uh, potential points will go through week 14, so through that week, reseeded week. Then after that, uh, the, the non-playoff teams will be slotted. Uh, we will have, obviously, everything we need there as far as draft order is concerned. Um, there is, uh, this year, there is a consolation bracket. It, you don't get anything for it, obviously, but... It's just something, you know, a little pride. If you want to throw together a lineup, if you're like me and you just like watching your lineups as the games are going on, um, that is an option this year. Um, and maybe something we should be discussing for maybe, you know, pick 415 uh, next year, the winner of the, winner of the consolation bracket or something like that. Uh, we can talk about that at uh, rule change time. Uh, reviewing the picks last week uh, for myself, uh, my Mike wins here. He was my lock of the week. Um, I've been hot on these locks lately, obviously, as you should be. You know, you're considering your lock here. Uh, my upset, I had Matt lose, or Matt winning, um, and he lost. I think that's three or four in a row here that I've missed. Um, I'm going to have to circle the wagons, Buffalo Bills style here, and get this going. Um, on to the weekly scoring data. Uh, like we said, last week was 8.5 points below uh, the 2019 and 2020 average. Uh, for week 10 here, we are down again, another 8 points below. Uh, we are at 159, which is down from the 2019-2020 average of 167. Um, the offense scored 73, which ties last week for the lowest scoring offense of the season. And the defense average was actually down this week. Uh, defense average was 73, which is the second lowest defensive score of the year. So interesting to see the scores have kind of tanked here the last two weeks. Um, be interesting to see going forward if that is a theme for the rest of the season or scoring you know, returns to uh, the, the previous highs that have been going. So uh, look forward to seeing how that plays out. Quick drink here. All right, on to the quick, the week ten quick reviews. Uh, Scott versus Jim. You know, Scott gets the highest, fifth highest scoring week of the the, the fifth highest scorer scoring team of the week. Easy for me to say, uh, but he's unable to keep the game close. Uh, falls to three and seven here. He's got to win out um, and probably get some help here now to make the playoffs. Uh, for Jimmy, he's trying to get that by. Um, hopefully, he can uh, get himself in a nice spot here, get a big win here versus the defending champ. You know, obviously, I'm pretty happy about that. Ryan versus Kellen. Uh, this game just went, went as everybody on the pod predicted. Uh, the matchups weren't great for Kellen. He was missing Jamar Chase, missing Chase Claypool. Uh, 153, what he ended up scoring is a very low floor. That is his lowest total of the year. Uh, for Ryan, gets a huge win. Um, comes through you know, a healthy week there with Christian McCaffrey. It's something you really can't take, take, take for granted these days. Uh, 168, not an amazing score here for Ryan, but the last two weeks you know, with scoring falling dramatically, um, this was actually the sixth highest score on this week, you know, at 168. So we're kind of back where we were last year when we were on the pod 
where we would say, you know, if you can get to that 165 mark and be a solid, steady, consistent team, you're going to be productive week in and week out. So it seems like now that we're, we're kind of back to that. Uh, Mike versus Rich, a little rivalry action like we talked about, um, but Rich obviously wasn't able to put up much of a fight here. Huge win for Mike, keeps him right in the thick of the race. Uh, the tank is on here for Rich, especially now that he has his own pick. Um, I expect him to probably shed some players to try to keep those potential points down. Um, smart play, I already saw him. He's got like Jordan Fuller on uh, Taxi Squad. You know, he's making some some smart moves here uh, to try to keep those points down. But Orico, I'm sure he's going to say, hold my beer and uh, see if he can get his down as well. Uh, Corey Stevens versus Walt. This was my game of the week last week. Um, it was a big-time disappointment for Walt. Uh, Corey buried him in a mattress here. Walt has uh, <laughs> had very little chance after Thursday Night Football with his Lamar and Hollywood stack when that flopped. Um, obviously, when those two don't do what they need to do, uh, Walt's in big trouble. Uh, for Corey, uh, he's he's bringing the party every week here. He's only got one week under 174 in the whole season. You know, he's feeling real good about himself. He's already talking a little smack to me for our Week 12 matchup. So, you know, I love it. Trust the process. It has arrived. Here we go. Arico versus Julian. You know, I have to say, it's it's not often when you score the ninth highest score on the week and get a win. But Julian Julian's able to get lucky here. Uh, his team had a terrible week, but he gets a much-needed victory. Um, Arico's still looking to make moves. Uh, you know, I'm really going to like Arico. Um, he was a real natural on the pod last week. Very nicely done. Comes in, you know, has like two days to do notes, not even two full days to do notes. Comes in, he does a seamless job. Um, I think he's going to be an excellent addition here to the league. Kobe versus Corey Hagerman. Uh, Kobe's team is in the race for the bottom. You know, he's got that 1.01 all but locked up, really, at this point. Um, my model hated him in the preseason. You know, and I kept picking him. I, I really don't think his team is that bad. Um, it's like kind of like my irrational love for Brennan's team. You know, I just got to kind of check my Kobe's team bias at the door and just admit that his team sucks. Um, he's been a bottom team scoring week, bottom three team scoring team, um, five out of the ten weeks. So that's that's kind of crazy to think about it. You know, in the bottom three of the scoring in every week, five times. That's that's crazy. For Hagerman, must needed win. Kept himself right in the thick of this playoff race. Um, he did hurt his points though with a sub 150 score, but. Again, he got the win, which right now is, is very important for him. Uh, Jeff versus Brennan. You know, this game went exactly like everybody in the pick'em thought it would go. Uh, Jeff got the win. I, I don't think a lot of people expected Brennan to have the forced highest scoring score on the week. Um, but this is his third straight loss. This puts him behind the eight ball for playoff position. He's four and six. You know, he's behind all the five and four or five and five teams that are ahead of him in points four. Um, it, it's, it's looking bleak, to say the least, here for Brendan. But he is still alive. Uh, for Jeff, second highest scoring team on the week. Got a much needed win after a three game losing streak there. Um, and he's hoping to make a play for that bye week. All right, so we're going to go into depth here on the playoff position. Um, if a team is still alive, I'm going to talk about them here for the next three or four weeks. Uh, we'll just go through anything. So, number one seed right now is myself, Jim here, eight and two, first in points four and potential points, 82% all play record, uh, three remaining games. I have Mike, Corey, and Rico. Uh, the number two seed is Kellen. Kellen is seven and three. He's second in points four and potential points. 73% all play record, and he plays Scott, Mike, and Corey Stevens. The three seed right now, outside of the bye here, looking in is Jeff. Um, he's a pretty good ways behind Kellen and points four here, even though they do have the same record. Um, Jeff is fifth in points four and sixth in potential points, in um, a 53% all play record. So a pretty substantial drop there from Kellen's all play to Corey or to Jeff's, excuse me. And Jeff has Ryan Garten, Scott, and Mike Hill left. Uh, the four seed is Ryan. Ryan is 7-3. He is 8th in points 4, 10th in potential points, which is kind of crazy. 46% all-play record. Think about that. This guy has a 46% all-play record, and he's 7-3. and three. What a lucky asshole. 
Seven and three. I don't even want to hear anything more about Ryan. Oh, I don't have any luck. I'm the unluckiest person in the world. I don't want to hear it. You're so lucky. Uh, Ryan's three games remaining. He's got Jeff, Brendan, and Corey Hagerman. Um, some must-win games here for him to make sure that he keeps himself, you know, above other teams. You know, if he falls, let's say, to Julian, you know, right? Well, Julian's not a good example. If he falls to the same record as, say, Corey Stevens, you know, Corey Stevens has more points for than him. He's going to jump him. So Ryan's got to keep winning here. Uh, next is the five seed. Five seed is Julian. Julian is six and four. He is 11th in points four and seventh in potential points. He's in that same boat as Ryan. Um, he's 46% all play. He's a very small margin of error. Um, he's behind all the five and five teams in points four. Uh, he's got to win. He's got to keep going here. He's got Kobe, Corey Hagerman, and Walt left for his three remaining uh, before the reseeded week, obviously. Corey Stevens is the sixth seed, last team in the playoffs. He is five and five. He's third in points four and potential points. Um, he has a 50-point lead in points four over the next closest 5-5 five and five team. 53% uh, all-play record there for Corey. He's been a pretty good team this year. Um, he's, his three remaining games are Rich, uh, me, and Kellen. So he's got a, a little bit of a, a tough final two there with the one and the two seed. So Corey's got his work cut out, of him, cut out for him uh, before the crossover. The seven seed, first man out of the playoffs right now, is Walt. Uh, Walt just made that big move for Zeke. He's hoping to make a play to get himself in this uh, in this top six. Walt is five and five. He definitely has the points. He is sixth in points four. He's eighth in potential points. He's got a 51% all play, and he's got a pretty nice little finishing schedule here. He's got Orico this week, Kobe next week, and then Kellen in week 13. Corey Hagerman, still alive, seventh in points four, tenth in potential points. He's got a 48% all play record. Um, he's got a little bit of a tougher matchup here. He's got uh, two of the two of the six playoff teams remaining. He's got Brendan, Julian, and Ryan. The nine seed, Mike. Again, a lot of teams alive. I love this. Uh, Mike is five and five. Doesn't quite have the points of the other guys here. He is the last of the five and five teams in points. Um, he is ninth. He's fifth in potential points, though. It tells you he's got the got the potential if he can get that lineup set correctly. Uh, Mike does have a 44% all-play record, which is the lowest of this group that we've seen so far. Um, and he's got a just murderer's row uh, finishing schedule here. I would, I would actually be pretty impressed if Mike is able to make the playoffs. Um, he plays myself, Kellen, and Jeff for his final three before the reseed. Brendan is the four and six team. I think he's one of two. He's 10th in points four, ninth in potential points, 50% in all-play. He's hanging by an absolute thread here. Um, he probably can't lose going going forward. Uh, he's got Corey Hagerman, Ryan, and Scott left on his, his schedule here. Orico, mathematically speaking, he's still alive, um, but he has to win out. You know, he could win out right now and finish 8-6. and six. He does not have the points, but 8-6 and six is probably, 8-6 and six is going to get you in the playoffs. Um, but I don't see it's going to happen. He's 13th in points for, 13th in potential points, 39% all play. He plays Walt, Rich, and Jim. Um, I would be surprised if he was able to beat any, well, Rich. I think he could beat Rich at this point. They're They're both tanking trying to get towards the bottom here. But Walt and Jim, I'd be very surprised if he was able to pull one of those out. Um, and then the last team here is Scott in the 12th spot. Um, Scott is 3-7. and seven. I, I hear you now. He's eliminated. He shouldn't even be in here. But it's just not true. Um, he's fourth in points four. So if he's able to win out, I mean, he could finish 7-7. Seven and seven, And he's probably, if, I mean, if he does win out, he's definitely going to keep himself ahead of a lot of these teams in points. It's not like he's going to go 4-4 four and four and drop, you know, four or five spots here in points four. So... Scott is still lingering. He's still alive, um, but it'll be interesting to see. I think he's in the point where he cannot lose again, though. I think he's got to win out. I think he's got to go four straight here. Uh, he's got a 52% all play, which is fourth best in the entire league, which tells you, you know, how brutal of a year it's been for him. Um, and then he's got a tough finishing schedule here. He's got three teams above 500. He's got Kellen, Jeff, 
and Brendan. Excuse me, Brendan is not over 500. I take that back. Kellen, Jeff, and then Brendan there at the end. So, uh, Kellen or Scott's got to win out. He's got a lot of lot of work here ahead of him. Um, so we're gonna move on to the top five of the draft order. Um, I just want to remind everybody, draft again, like I said before, is determined by potential points. After that week 14 game, this will be finalized. Okay. All right, 1.01, that pick is Kobe's team's pick, which is owned by Julian. That pick currently has a 100-point lead. Um, that thing's about locked in. Four weeks to go. I'd be impressed if uh, one of these other teams was able to get, you know, make up 100 points in the next four weeks. Uh, 1.02 right now is Orico's team. That pick is also owned by Julian. 1.03 is Rich's pick, which is now owned again by Rich. He's very happy to have that back. Uh, 102 and 103 right now are separated by 0.16 points, so that is going to flip-flop. It's going to be all over the place the next four weeks. It'll be interesting to see where that falls in. Uh, the fourth pick is Corey Hagerman. Right now, he owns his own pick as well. He's only six points away from 1.02. So 102, 103, 104, these are all separated by a whopping 6.16 points. I mean, that's incredible. Uh, and then 105 is Brendan's pick. That pick is owned by Kobe. Um, that pick is 50 points back there from Kobe, from uh, Corey Hagerman. It is possible, you know, that's, what, 12.5 points a week. Uh, but it's it's unlikely that uh, Brennan's team is able to get itself into this uh, race for 102. Uh, for the fab review, I'm going to be kind of quick. I did not have anything that was a least favorite or a biggest overspend for the week. Um, my favorite ab, though, was Deontay Foreman to Corey for 12. Um, I love being able to add a potential starter for 12 bucks. Uh, we have no clue what's going to happen in the Tennessee backfield, which is why I took a flyer on Adrian Peterson after Walt dropped him, because we don't know. Um, but Foreman's been looking good. I know a lot of the podcasts I listen to, and obviously Corey listens to a lot of the same ones, um, they've been kind of touting how good he's looked. So I'm not surprised here that Corey was able to pony up a little bit and get him. Uh, biggest value for me was actually Dan Arnold to Brendan for three. Um, he's getting a great target market share right now, and he's actually the tight end four over the last three weeks. So great addition there for Brendan, who's right in the middle of this. And then uh, week 11 matchups. Like I said before, I'm going to get back to short and sweet. I want to make sure that this is... This is not something that's taken forever here. I, when I overanalyze it, I seem to miss these picks. Uh, Jim versus Mike, must-win spot here for Mike. Uh, Jimmy's got he, or excuse me, Mike has some decent matchups. Nothing crazy, uh, bad. Nothing crazy, good. Um, whether or not he can get James Robinson back healthy will be a huge factor for him. Uh, for myself, obviously, getting a win here. I'm in that that chase for the bye. Uh, my running backs do have a poor matchup, but my quarterback, wide receivers, and tight ends all have great matchups. Um, I think I'm going to win this one. The next one here is Ryan versus Jeff. Um, this is a massive, massive game for both teams. Huge implications for the bye. Uh, winner of this game actually controls, you know, the the three seed, and if Kellen loses, probably can jump Kellen. Uh, so this is a huge game for both of these teams. Uh, loser probably is. I don't want to say they're out of the chance for the bye, but they are. They're going to need help, and they're going to need a lot of work. Uh, both these teams sitting pretty. Um, two game lead, you know, over the bottom of the playoff teams there with four to go. Ryan's got amazing matchups. Jeff's matchups aren't bad. Um, Ryan really needs to get New Hopkins back, and he needs you know Mike Gusecki to bounce back. They are saying two is going to play this week uh, for the whole game, which should help uh, Gusecki. He got a zero, even with seven targets last week. Kind of crushed me there. Uh, Jeff's got Baker going versus the Lions, and for that reason, I, I got to pick Jeff. Um, the Lions are trash, absolute trash. I think Jeff's just the better team this week, and uh, I'm going to go with that. Scott versus Kellen. Uh, for Scott, if he loses, I think this is over. This is a very, very tough spot for him. You know, he's kind of sold a lot of assets, kind of made a lot of moves. Um, but I, I don't know. I just can't quite write him off yet. And I know Kellen's team is great. I know he's got Jamar Chase back. I know, theoretically, he could have Claypool. I don't really know, though. Um, I just, I don't know. I just can't shake it. The, the ghost 
Kellen, I think, is in trouble because Scott just doesn't want to go away. Um, so this is going to be my upset here. Scott wins upset of the week. Uh, the next three matchups, I'm not even going to really break them down. Corey Stevenson, it's Corey Stevens versus Rich. You know, Rich is trying to tank. Corey's trying to win. I think Corey wins this running away. Uh, the next matchup, Orico versus Walt. Again, Orico's trying to tank. He's trying to get that draft position down. Walt is all in. He just traded for Zeke. You know, I think he's going to win this pretty, pretty hands down. Uh, Kobe, I couldn't even look at the matchups because I already know that I would be like, oh, you know, this might be the week Kobe finally pulls one of these upsets. And probably because I didn't look at the matchups, Kobe will. But I'm going to pick Julian here. I'm not even going to break it down. Julian has to win this game to stay in the playoff hunt. Um, and then the game of the week. This is huge. Brendan versus Corey here. Um, if Brendan loses, he's, he's probably done. He's got some good matchups. He's got Debo versus Jacksonville. His DNs get the Lions. You know, I don't really love Josh Allen versus Indianapolis, but it's not a horrific matchup. Um, do not like David Montgomery versus Baltimore. Baltimore, historically tough team defensively. Uh, for Corey, he needs Kyler and he needs Nick Chubb. If those two play, he wins. Um, Kyler practiced yesterday. Nick Chubb, all the news says he's going in the right direction. Um, I think he plays. I think Corey's going to get this win. Uh, this is going to be a playoff determining for both of these teams. Loser is in serious, serious trouble and has a huge uphill battle. Um, and I did forget to mention, I'll go lock of the week. Um, lock it in. I'm going to go Jeff over Ryan for my lock of the week. But that's it for me. Um, I do know that we have the Jedi Corner. I'm not sure if we have any other segments this week, but I hope you guys enjoy and have a great weekend. Talk to you later. Welcome HFFL back to another episode of Jedi Corner. Felt like that was the best song I could start off with today in lieu of Christian McCaffrey actually being back um, and getting a heavy workload this week and not being hurt, even though he did go in the tent for a while. Scared the crap out of me. Whatever. Um, we'll try to make this quick today. Hopefully 10 minutes or less. Hopefully I can do that for you. All right. Going through the standings. Barrel Snowman still number one. Uh, a whole game ahead of everybody else and points, so really basically two games ahead of everyone, so <clears throat> probably going to get the number one seed there. Number two, Fire Up Irish Tigers, after a loss to me this week, he's still in second place at 7-3. and three. Uh, He scored over 150 points more than um, the next person, so um, tied in record, but definitely not in points. Number three, Trash Trunk Get Drunk. Uh, 24 points ahead of me, um, is in third place. So trash trunks in third, I'm in fourth. Then we go down another, uh, game to the six and fours. We got the SJ river rats leading. Uh, well, he is the only six and four team in the league, um, uh, at 1697. Uh, so he is currently fifth place, sixth place, trust the process back in the playoff. Second playoffs um, leads the five and five crew, who is uh, run rolling four deep. So a lot of five and five teams, a lot of teams pushing for that playoff spot. Not a lot of playoff spots left, right? After the River Rats are the fifth team, there's um, one more spot, I believe. Right? We only do six teams in the playoffs. Who knows? I don't know. I'm not educated. Maybe it's seven now. I get mixed up between us and the NFL. Who knows what we're doing? All right. So trust process leads that pack right now. Uh, he is quite a bit of points ahead of um, the Shade, 50 points ahead of the Shade, who comes in 7th place, 8th uh, place, 
Only three games back behind the shade. Running backs matter. Then we have asymptomatic or grammaticas. Almost 40 points behind running backs matter. So uh, points are not in his favor right now. He has to win games. Um, so to break that down, running backs matters in eighth. Asymptomatic or grammatica ninth. Tenth, make my team great again. Um, at four and six, he's lost three in a row. Not looking good for him. Um, points are down. Uh, it's just really not not a good place that he's in right now. Orico four and six lost his first game in the HFFL. Um, after trading away players, I don't think he expects that to be any different, but um, still noteworthy. Teddy over Teddy Bridge over Troubled Water three and seven. Um, lost another one last week. Probably out of the playoff hunt. Not technically. Um, because he still has a lot of points, he could make it, uh, but he needed a lot of things to happen. It'd have to be crazy. Roll tied at two and eight in 13th place, lost seven in a row. Uh, after starting the season two and one, he's trading away his team. Um, so that's, he's probably not looking to make that change either. And then there's Kobe, uh, dead last two and eight. Um, also the lowest scoring team in the league now. So, um, probably going to get that first pick even though he doesn't have it I believe Julian does so um good for Julian all right so there's the standings all the way through now we will move on to oh I wanted to make a note I don't know if you guys have noticed because nobody really notices um fantasy pool picks in the fantasy pool pick them I have taken over the lead I am one of like I don't know three or four people that have actually <laughs> that have actually put in all of their picks every week um but i'll take the lead over those people i'm two games ahead of the shade who has also picked uh walt baby love has picked every week even though walt baby love doesn't even do a segment anymore um he kind of sucks this year um but anyway our games this week matchups big matchup okay game of the week game of the week is jonesboro jedi against trash trunk get drunk uh, the third and fourth place teams in the league look to go head-to-head. Trash Trunk has scored a few more points than the Jedi. Um, but this is probably going to be a close one. I mean, I'm hoping it's going to be a close one. If it's a blowout, it's probably going the other way. Uh, have Christian back, which is always great. He scores as much as two of any of my other running backs could ever score. Um, so... Um, I have Melvin Gordon on a bye, which I really hate for this week, but I do think that the Jedi are going to pull it out. Um, I'm hoping that Hop- New Hopkins plays. That could be a huge factor in this whole thing. Uh, he's missing practice again. I really hope that he gets back on the field. It's been, you know, two and a half weeks since he played in a game with that hamstring injury. I haven't seen any like tweakage. I think he tweaked it a little bit in that game. Um, but he's been off two weeks since then. I can't imagine that they hold him on another week. Um, but we will see, uh, maybe they're trying to, you know, make sure he's healthy so that, you know, he can play into the playoffs and such with them. So I do have the Jedi picked in this game. Um, mainly because Jeff has Matthew Stafford out on a bye, even though he sucks for Jeff. Maybe I should have rooted for him to play. Next game, Teddy Bridge over Troubled Water against the Fire Up Irish Tigers. The second place team, Irish Tigers, against one of the teams that we thought would be at the top, but is not. Teddy Bridge over Troubled Water. Uh, I'm I'm picking, I guess this, he's definitely the underdog, right? He's like in 
12th place in the standings. So I'm taking Teddy Bridge over Troubled Water. Um, upset of the week over the number two team in the league. Fire up Irish Tigers. And by the way, Cooper Cup is out. Uh, so that's that's one heavy reason I picked uh, Scott's team in this matchup. Asymptomatic or Grammaticas against Barrel Snowmen. Easy for me. Sorry, Asymptomatic or Grammaticas. You guys have no chance. Barrel Snowmen uh, playing really well. Patrick Ma- Pat Mahomes even played even better this week. Um, it's not going to be close. Barrel Snowmen win. Trust the process against Roll Tide. Uh, this is... Um, pretty tough. I feel like Roll Tide plays everyone close, but he's been getting giving away players and or trading players and not trying to win games. So I do think trust the process with some of the trades that he's made to improve his team is the better team in this matchup. Trust process wins. Orico against the Shade. The Shade looking for a big win. Try to get back in those playoffs as he has like is he the six seed i don't know i freaking forget what i even say um looking to stay in the playoffs i suppose um so the shade needs a win here he does do it against orico just you know his team's just better kobe against the sj river rats um kobe has a decent lineup here when he has aaron Rodgers and um Aaron Rodgers on the field and now AJ Dillon, you know, not Aaron Jones. I think AJ Dillon, you know, pretty much scores just as many points as Aaron Jones would if he was playing. Um I think that, you know, that's that's the same thing there. Anytime he has those two on the field, he has a chance to win. I just don't think it's gonna happen this week. SJ River Rats wins. Make my team great again against running backs matter. This is a pretty close matchup for me, too, although this scoring system doesn't say it is. Um, Hopefully, running backs matter, picks up a kicker, uh, puts him in his lineup for this week. Um, So with that, he might get Kyler Murray back this week. We don't really know. Probably game time decision type thing there. Um, So it could be be a pretty close game. I'm going to pick make my team great again to win this matchup. Well, I'm at 8 minutes and 50 seconds, boys. Hopefully, you guys all um, have a great week. Not as good as mine, because I need my points to go up. Uh, Hopefully, you win all your bets. May luck be on your side, as it has been with Roll Tide in the past. Um, And go blue. I will leave you with this.